Hey, this is Kenny Price with Guat Rocks, God of the World and Other Things. This is Season 10, Episode 203. Title, Working Fatigued. Subtitle, An Accident Waiting to Happen. My father worked for an extended period of time in England in a printing shop that had contracted with his company to install a new type of inking system his company had developed. The equipment would today be classified in the beta testing stage of new product development, one of the final steps before going into full production for general market release. The company had a lot of printing presses and had purchased a lot of inkers. The beta testing was going very poorly, and the printing company, who printed high-quality graphics, was being pushed way behind in their schedule because of the equipment problems. The printing production delays grew to the point that the company filed a lawsuit against my dad's company for the losses, which put the entire beta testing to the max on man hours to get the problem solved and resolved and the financial drain off of both parties involved. Due to the immense pressure my dad's company was under, my father began working dangerously long work days. The day my father experienced his critical hand injury, which could have cost him his life, it is recorded he had worked 90 hours that week. My father, who was a master pressman, mechanical engineer, and an inventor, got caught in one of the printing presses and had his left hand degloved. That's as bad as it sounds. My father had worked for so long on printing presses that he could assemble and disassemble one in his sleep. He was critically injured not from ignorance or negligence, but because of fatigue. Then the accident happened. An accident is an unfortunate incident that happens unexpectedly and unintentionally typically resulting in damage or injury. When we work tired and fatigued, we are an accident waiting to happen. We need to do everything we can to ensure that we are getting the proper rest, or we will suffer the consequences of our fatigue. None of us set out to work ourselves into an accident. Many times we are forced by circumstances beyond our control to continue working past the point of our physical limits. None of us are superhumans, though we may try to portray invincibility to our families and our employers. I worked in a ministry position once where, where my boss continued to put more and more work on my plate. I finally told him that I was maxed out. I could not take on any more projects. He responded, oh, Kenny, you're a workhorse. To be called a workhorse is not a good thing when it comes to personal safety and health. Working fatigued is not of the Lord, and addressing the cause and cure of fatigue will require faith to get the rest we all need. In Isaiah chapter 40, verses 27 through 31, it says, Jacob, why do you say in Israel, why do you assert my way is hidden from the Lord and my claim is ignored by God? Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth. He never becomes faint or weary. There's no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Youths may become faint and weary and young men stumble and fall, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. As Isaiah envisions the message of the coming disaster taking hold of his people, he addresses himself to the despondency which will inevitably set in. Here in chapter 40, we find that the cure for life and work fatigue is the affirmation of the glory of God, the Creator, and our lives in real time through resting, trusting, and waiting. Resting, trusting, and waiting. 
Together and in this order, they constitute the biblical way of renewal. Often in our fatigue, we lash out at God and accuse Him of not seeing our plight or never hearing our cries and leaving our prayers unanswered. The solution to our problem is to relearn what we already know and to open our ears to what we have been told. If we are the people of God, we already possess the truth. It's this, our God is eternal. He is creator. And he is untiring such that we need never doubt his capacity. But he also possesses such an unfathomable wisdom that we must never expect to understand all his ways. As eternal God, he does not change. As creator, he has all the power and glory. And he never has to abandon his purposes as unrealizable or postpone them while he rests. His ceaselessness keeps him always ahead of the point we have reached. Not only is God eternal, creative, and self-sufficient in strength and wisdom, He also willingly, regularly shares His strength. My friend, we need to come to grips with this truth, that God not only is eternal, creative, and self-sufficient in wisdom and strength, He also willingly, regularly shares His strength. God, unlike fallen man, is not stingy in the strength-giving department. Fallen man withholds or charges fees for life, knowledge, and helps, Infusing his people with supernatural strength is what God does. In our own strength, we become weary, weakened, and fail under life's pressures and demands. Overwhelmed by the circumstances through the real hardness of life, but when we patiently wait and place our hope in God for his supernatural renewed strength, it will enter us by his divine power. It's what he does. The Apostle Paul suffered much as God's great ambassador for the faith, but he declared in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. On the surface, the solution and cure for life fatigue seems counterintuitive and illogical. To gain strength by being at peace as we patiently wait for God to show up in our lives, but that is just the way he is. To Him be all glory, power, and strength. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.